Hey, welcome back to Investment Fund Secrets. I'm Bridger Pennington, and today I want to walk through the hardship and trials of starting a fund. I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around, and now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it with no investors and without an Ivy League degree? This podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. Hey guys, welcome back. So in this episode, I want to walk through kind of the ups and downs of starting a fund and how it's kind of hard actually to start a fund. And I was grateful enough to have fantastic mentors and people around me that helped me get my first fund off the ground and then helped me launch my second fund. And we've grown a lot since then and helped me build a team and mentors have been crucial to me to help me get through those hardships. Because starting a fund, as you guys know, isn't like a normal business. Like this is a kind of like a super business, for instance, and it makes a lot, it's like a super amount of money, but it's kind of super hard to set up. But this isn't your typical, you know, food truck on the side of the road that has an LLC and bank account. Like a fund is a lot more complex than that. And so also to you guys listening to this, that's that's huge that you're listening to this that you wanna get in this game because the payout is huge, but it does take, it's a little bit harder to set up. And today in this episode, I wanna walk you through my struggles of how I set up my first fund, uh, that whole story. And then also I wanna kinda of tease you a little bit. We've um, been working a lot in the background. These last couple of weeks, I've kinda of been under a rock. Not, I haven't talked to my friends, stuff like that, of trying to put together something really awesome for you guys and something to help you get off the ground and go from zero to one. Um, so we've we put together, I don't wanna to say too much, but a lot of things that I've learned, things from other people that have taught me into a kind of a group and a mastermind, a small course that we're gonna um, open and launch on Friday of this week, um, first week of November. So pretty exciting. Um, so stay tuned for that. We're gonna drop more details. If you're on the email list and stuff, you'll see all about it. If you're on our Facebook pages or my Instagram, it's at Bridger, Penning, Bridger underscore Pennington, find me on Instagram. And you'll be definitely notified on there of this week, all the stuff we're kind of preparing right now in the background. Um, kind of exciting. But so back to the the problem though, was so when I started out, I, um, I grew up in a super entrepreneurial home. My dad grew up in ghetto North Las Vegas wasn't gonna to go to college, barely decided to go to college, got into a second tier, I think a junior college first, and then transferred to a normal university. Did okay in school, had to work throughout school, had two kids in college, uh, was married, and not me yet, I was the third. I wasn't born yet. But then out of college, I said, you know what, I, I refuse to work for other people. I would rather make half as much money working for myself than 100% of the money working for somebody else. And that was just his mindset out of college. So he started a, a bunch of awesome businesses, made some money, lost some money. And so my household growing up was very conservative, very, um, you gotta save your money, you gotta pay for your own car in college one day, you've gotta always, and so I, as a kid, I was always brought up in this home of <laughs> entrepreneurship. If you wanna go, you, there's no allowance. Like if you wanna make money, go go set up a drink stand outside and make some money. And I'm sure a lot of you guys listening to this had a similar upbringing. So growing up, I, I always was selling candy and drinks and bracelets and, I had a lawn mowing business in high school just to pay bills and have fun. And <clears throat> in our home, it was always the ups and downs of an entrepreneurship home too, which you guys would probably feel, right? Like my mom would come home one day and be like, guys, 
we can't spend money for the next couple months. Things are gonna be really tight. We're not gonna go out to eat. We're not buying anything. So we said, okay, and things were tight. And then there were some months when my mom comes home and say, hey, we're doing a little bit better. You don't have to be as worried about things. And so that stuck with me in my life as, hey, I've gotta make my own money and I've gotta, and entrepreneurship is a fantastic way to make money. And my dad in later in high school, um, I'm gonna summarize this story a little bit, but I go to one of his business partner's houses, and I've told you this before in other episodes, but I go and I walk in, it's just beautiful white doors and man, amazing house, and I walk in, it's one of his business partners, and I'm like, sit down with this guy, and I go, how did you get all this money? Like what, tell me the secrets. Like I wanna make money, what happened? He goes, I started a thing called a fund. And a fund is what, you know, all the rich people do, all the, the Trumps of the world and the, the Romneys and all these types of people, they all send their kids to Ivy League schools and they go start funds and they work on Wall Street or they work in Silicon Valley and they make boatloads of money and run the world essentially. And I said, that's incredible. How did you start? Did you do that? And he said, no, I, I was just an entrepreneur. And he's like, me and your dad started a fund one of these funds. And I go, my dad, my dad didn't start a fund. Are you kidding? He goes, no, your dad started a fund. I said, really? He runs a fund? He said, yeah. And I was like, and I was like, well, you're obviously doing way better than him though. Cause we, my dad drives a crappy car. We live in a small house. You live in this huge house, have beautiful cars and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, do you, you actually know me and your dad make about the same amount of money. Right. And I was like, what? Like, are you kidding? And, and I like left this guy's house. And so anyways, he taught me more about funds, but I left his house and I ran home to my dad. I drove over and I was in my crappy car and I was like, dad, are you kidding? Like we have money? Like, what are you like? Why have I not been able to order like a Coke at a restaurant for the last 12 years of my life? You know, and, and like we've been scrimping and saving and you actually have a lot of money. He's like, yeah, you know, we've been doing pretty well the last couple of years. Our business has kind of taken off and <clears throat> excuse me. He goes, yeah, we, we run a real estate fund. And I go, tell me more. And so we sit down, he starts, pulls out the whiteboard and we start mapping out what a real estate fund is. And at the time they were managing just over $1 billion of real estate. That's how big they had grown. Um, put that in perspective, that's the size of Grant Cardone's fund. He's about 1.1 billion right now is Grant Cardone's fund. That's about how much they were running. I was like, I was like, wow, that's a lot of real estate. And they were buying apartments, office buildings, um, things like that. So he walked me through how to structure a fund. A lot of the episodes that I give in this podcast come from those early lessons that he taught me about funds and how to set up a fund. And my dad was, he was a partner and then also he was the compliance officer as well. So he knew everything about the SEC, how to file all the licenses you need. So I constantly was asking him, hey, what licenses, how do we file? How do we make sure this is all legal? And he walked me through all that. And a lot of this and a lot of the stuff we're dropping actually on Friday is a lot of those teachings. Um, that he taught me and then things that I've learned also in, in starting my fund. So, um, and I was all jazzed up about it and I was excited about funds. I was like, okay, I got to start a fund one day. And so I, I, um, later on I'm working at a, a company and I was working there and I realized they had a problem where some of their clients needed financing and they needed short-term loans. And I thought this could be maybe a fund, right? I'm, I'm deploying capital and they're very secure. I saw how secure these loans were because I worked inside the company. I said, wow, these are so secure. There's a really low default rate. I think I can make some money here. So I run home, I ask my dad, I'm like, dad, I, I got a fund idea. I think we can really do this. And he's like, oh, I'm excited for you. Yeah, let's sit down and talk through this. And we talk through it and he says, I think you got a great idea. And he says, Bridger, I'm your dad. I love you to death, but I cannot help you any further. So what do you mean? And he went and grabbed 
some of his old fund legal documents from one of his previous funds and he dropped it on front of the table and he said, I will not work with you until you've read these documents 13 to 18 times and completely understand what they say. And I looked at these documents and he dropped an LPA and PPM, which are the two governing documents of a fund in front of me. And these are thick legal documents. I mean, these are, each one ranges from 50 to 80 pages and they are the definition of thick legal documents. So this is a book of legal documents. He slaps in front of me and says, I won't talk to you until you read these. So I said, okay. And it was kind of his test, like how bad do you want it? And like I said before, it's hard starting a fund because there's lots of different little nuances and things you need to learn. And that's why traditionally funds have been reserved for the rich. The Whartons and the Stanfords and the Harvard guys and gals, that's who start funds because it's so above the regular people. But I looked at my dad. My dad is the most regular dude in the world. I looked at his partner. I went to his house, regular dude. I, and then I started to research other regular dudes that run funds. I said, I can do this. So I, I, I took the challenge my dad had given me. I said, I'm, I'm going to do this. So I spent the next three weeks. It was in between semesters for school. I was kind of working part-time and then I was waiting for school to start. And so I spent three weeks. I'd wake up every morning. I'd go into the office. I'd start turning pages and start reading. I'd read the entire deck. I'd eat lunch. Um, every day I, I read it, I don't know, probably 75% to 100% the whole thing through. And at the end of the day, I'd be like, I don't know one thing I just read. And I'd restart the next morning and start reading again and again. Finally, after about 10 times reading, I'm not, not kidding. I, started, I pulled out a highlighter. I started highlighting stuff. I started taking notes. <clears throat> and then I would go Google stuff. Okay, what does that mean? What is this term? Oh, that's what I mean. Okay, that makes sense. And I started to piece it together over time. And over these three weeks, it put me to the limit. I about quit. I was so done. I remember one night, just it all hit me like, what are you doing? Do you really think that some kid can go out and start a fund like what you're trying to do? And I, um, I was tired. My eyes were like bloodshot from reading. And I had to think back and just say, how bad do you want it, right? Entrepreneurship, they always say it's hard. And this is the moment for me that it's hard. And uh, can you keep going? And that, can you keep going as well without any idea of the pot of gold at the end of the tunnel, right? Because entrepreneurship is always like, oh, start being an entrepreneur, you'll make tons of money. But then you get into your business and you're like, man, I might just be an entrepreneur and spend all this time and make no money, right? And I was starting to have all these thoughts. And I remember watching, I started to watch like some Tony Robbins videos and stuff like that to get me motivated. And I'm sure some of you guys have done that before where you have to like build yourself back up. And I pushed through and I read the documents. And finally, by about round 13, 14 through these documents, I started to get it. And I approached my dad and said, Dad, I think I got it. And let me ask you some questions, some more informed questions. What am I going to do with my carried interest or my pref? Or what am I gonna do with how I structure my general partner and limited partnership? He said, ah, those are the questions you need to ask. And I was finally had, had been taught enough from reading these documents to ask the right questions. Because a lot of times we don't even know the questions to ask. I've had a few students on, on this reach out to me just like, hey, I don't even know where to even start to ask the first question. And that got me through. 
and I, I got through that and I started to be able to ask my dad correct questions and I found other mentors that I asked questions to and we launched our first fund. Um, my first fund was teeny. Guys, you do not need to start a $10 million fund for your first fund. My first fund was $49,000 from seven different investors, okay? It was way small, like mega small. And I started it and I said, I just need to get my feet wet and understand what is going on. And we started that first fund. That first fund crushed it. I believe, this is not factual, I'm not giving advice or statistics, I believe, I think we got a 54% return to our investors in that first fund. 54% IRR, which was amazing in our first year. Um, investors loved it. We launched, with, uh, there's a few things structurally I didn't like about the first fund. We had filed with the SEC differently. Um, and then I talked to a few lawyers like, no, we should probably should change it. So we closed our first fund. We launched our second fund. And since then we've grown a ton. And in our second fund, we've done over 130 different deals. Um, in that fund and we've grown a lot and, and uh, anyways, I have a team of guys that work for me now and it's it's awesome. And I've got amazing investors, my investors love me and we're just doing well right now. And uh, it's been an incredible source of income for me and my family and my wife and, and um, starting a fund has been seriously incredible. My dad as well in the same time period from that one billion now manages $16 billion in his fund um, and they're doing pretty well. They're doing okay, right? And I just said, this is, I, and I look at my dad, I love my dad to death, but he's the most simple dude you've ever met in your life. Um, grew up in ghetto North Las Vegas. He's, he's smart strategically. Um, he can barely read, he's dyslexic, and, uh, but he's a smart dude. He's not a great salesman, uh, but just can think through things. He says, his, his, in his words, he just says, I can play chess. I'm good at playing chess and being strategic and I can think through deals. But besides that, I mean, he didn't go to Harvard, doesn't have an MBA, doesn't have any grad school. He got an undergraduate degree in economics from a second tier school. And uh, you can do this. If he can run a $16 billion fund, if Grant Cardone, Grant Cardone is like not that smart. When you watch, actually watch his videos, he's not like this sophisticated dude. He's just a regular dude, but has figured it out, this model of running a fund. And that's what I'm trying to, we're trying to break through right now and say, you can do this if you're a regular person. So what I've done is there's there's not a lot of training out there in the marketplace about running a fund. And there's that, like for me, that zero to one was reading legal documents for three weeks straight and then having a mentor, my dad, to help me through it. I've decided to cut that. And this Friday, I guess I'll tell you a little bit more about it. We're, we're launching a mini course um, called Investment Fund Secrets where I have taken all of the conglomerate of my best pitch decks, of how I've pitched investors, how I've structured my first fund and my second fund, and then I do examples of other people's funds of how they structure their funds, to and, and then I do it in basic terms. I like to speak plainly, um, and then I'm gonna also teach you the terms that more sophisticated people would use, so you can talk the talk um, when you meet with investors or other potential partners. But I wanted to help you like I've been helped with my fund because it was so amazing for me. I wanted to help people out there. So this week we are launching it Friday. Um, we're gonna drip emails, campaigns, stuff like that. So hop on our email list. If you're not, go to investmentfundsecrets.com. You can see and get in and get in early. Um, we're gonna drop it and drop it at a low price right now. Um, 
Anyways, I'm not gonna tell you anymore, but yeah, stay on the email list, get me on Instagram, and, and we're only gonna open it for a couple days at this discounted, it's gonna be way discounted to get you in because you're a listener and because you followed me from the beginning that we're gonna lock, launch it at a low price, and that's true. Like we are gonna, we're not gonna close it for everybody, we're gonna up the price significantly after Sunday night when it closes. So that's our plans. Um, I'm kind of spilling the beans right now. But anyways, hope you enjoy and hope you, I wanna hope as this as this motivation that you can get through. I. I still haven't graduated college, guys. I have not graduated college and I run a fund right now. I'm gonna be completely frank with you. I'm not gonna position and say, I'm this great guy. I run a fund and we crush it right now. And I can't, on this podcast, I can't give you numbers and stuff because of FTC and legal stuff, but we're doing pretty pretty okay. And I did it out of college, haven't graduated yet, and it's been amazing. Um, You guys are awesome, I love you, please share and post and I just hope that you can start a fund. Please send me your success stories. Email me at bridger at investmentfundsecrets.com. I'd love to hear your success stories, how you're starting a fund. I love to connect and love and peace and love you guys. See you on the other side. Yo, if you're just starting out, you probably have a lot of questions. That's awesome. I want to hear them. So please go to investmentfundsecrets.com, submit your questions. And if I like your question enough, I actually want to bring you on the show with me to ask those questions live to me. And I'm going to bring on another investment fund manager to answer them for you. So if you're interested in that, please submit a good question on the website. Again, that's investmentfundsecrets.com. See you there.